everyone, and welcome back to HopeCast from Hope Church RBA. I am Leandra Parks, and I am joined today by our senior pastor, David Dwight, and we are here to have a conversation about some questions and ideas about life and faith in under 30 minutes. And today's episode is about God's vision for your life. Mm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I think well, of... Well, we don't know yet. Yeah, we do. We, we don't know. It I might guess. be a bomb. We'll see, but <laughs> let's try. So God's vision for our life is is better than our vision for our life, would you say? Um, yes. The answer to that question is undoubtedly yes. Mm-hmm. But getting there mm-hmm. is, is not simple in any way, shape, or form. Right? It's not... So, God's vision for our life, let me see, I want to try to say it. God's vision for your life is better than your vision for your life. Yes. Okay, just take that simple statement. Do I agree with that? I do. But then you're like, well, what does it mean? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Right? The word better is a pretty significant one. It is. Right? Because we're not saying easier. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Right. If the phrase was God's vision for your life is easier than your vision for your life, I don't know that I would agree with that. Yeah, same. That's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Um, often life with God has rigorous places. Agreed. In in the world we live in and all of that. Um, but I have no doubt that God's vision for my life is better than mine. Mm. Okay, now... Where my head goes with that is things like, well, what if my vision for my life, you know, has, a, well, let's just say, you list 10 things that are sort of components of the vision for your life and what what your relationships look like, what your job looks like, where you live, what your family looks like, on mm-hmm. and on, right? Um, many of us, not all, but many people will have a picture of their life, their vision for their life. Right. And we'll work really hard to try to create that vision and make it our reality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, that's fine. That's part of what it means to be human. Um, but we learn a few things along the way. Probably for most of us, as the years go by, we begin to realize I may not be able to control this as much as I thought or believed Mm. I can. Yeah. So if your picture for your life is this kind of job, this kind of family, these kinds of friendships, um, well, what happens if some of that's not materializing or what if the family relationships aren't going well? Or so you start to realize there are other circumstances that come along in life that yep. were completely out of our control. Yeah. And you start realizing, okay, I did have a vision for it, but I, now I see I can't necessarily just make that all happen. Right. Uh, uh, there is a place for sure for us to work at the vision that we have. No mm-hmm. doubt. I, I totally agree with that. But understanding our role and God's role, what is our vision relative to what his vision may be? Mm-hmm. So there are a few things the Bible makes clear to us. There are different verses, such as uh, he tells Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah, <clears throat> I knew you before you were born. Yes. Okay. Um, and 
uh, we have other pictures like Psalm 139, I knit you together in your mother's womb. These pictures are of a God who knows us and knows our lives. And that's hard for us to grasp because we tend to think, um, you know, king of our own lives, that we know our lives, we know what we want to have happen. Mm -hmm. So does it mean that God's vision will be easier than ours? I do not think that's necessarily true. Mm -hmm. I do think, uh, if we're going to insert a few words, I do think God's vision for our lives will very likely be a more meaningful life than if I was the sole controller of it. Yes. I think it will be a much more meaningful life. Mm -hmm. And that's going to begin to include the fact that if I'm embracing this idea, I'm also probably a person who's wanting to experience my life in a close relationship with him. Yes. That's going to make my life much more meaningful than if I didn't have that. That I 100% believe. Life in a in pursuing an intimate, growing relationship with God is going to be a more meaningful life than if I didn't have that. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. With all that comes with a life in a relationship with God. Um, could it be possible, let's flip the coin a bit, could God's vision for my life actually be a harder life It's hmm. a good question. than my vision for my life? Um, I actually think the answer to that question is yes, it could be, Mm -hmm. could be harder. Okay. So now we have to navigate some of this terrain. We live in a culture that by and large says the good life is the easy life. Yes. Um, what it means to quote, like live the American dream, so to speak, tends to be a picture of prosperity and relative ease. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that biblically speaking, the good life? Um, It's not that there's anything wrong, like with having prosperity, but is that the definer of a good life? I would say no, that, that to me would not be the, the defining aspect of quote, a good Good life. life. Um, So, I have occasionally in different teaching contexts presented this question to people. So let me, let me just try it. I'll present the question and you have to sort of just be honest with the interaction. Here's the question. Would you rather have an easier, worse life or a harder, better life? So like what happens when you hear the question? first thing that comes, I think of ease versus hardness. Mm -hmm. Um, Better versus worse. So Mm -hmm. I think, like for me, I want a better life, Mm -hmm. despite it being hard or not. Okay. Because even as Christians, things are hard. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not exempted from testing and trials. Mm -hmm. Like we we face those every day. Um, But... I believe like with God, he helps us to face these, these testings and these trials and the difficulties that, that, that we go through, Mm -hmm. um, which for me leads to a better life, Mm -hmm. you know, like right now we're still on earth, but when I think of it at the end of the day, you know, 
um, when we're no longer here, where will we be? Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, it's heaven. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the ultimate goal of a better life. Mm-hmm. I so appreciate all that. Um, oftentimes, if I present that question into a room with a bunch of people in it, I'll say, okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have an easier, worse life or a harder, better life? First, people kind of look at you like, I don't understand. Like, the words don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, d- it, did you say what you meant to say? Mm-hmm. And whether they ask it or not, they're kind of saying internally, you, you meant, would you rather have an easier, better, better life, life or a harder, worse life? life? And then it's like, no. Uh, what I actually meant was, would you rather have an easier, worse life or a harder, better life? Mm-hmm. So now we're getting out to some, I think, meaningful questions. Let's just say we'll pick, I'm going to pick 85 years. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have 85-year life, okay? You have one shot at your 85-year experience of living a human life on Earth. Mm. And I have one shot at living the human experience. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a big phrase. That's, that's important to me in the way I'm wording it. I have one shot at living the, the human, human experience. experience for 85 years that I've got on earth. Mm-hmm. I think there are many people who could listen to this and say, here's one insight. Some of the really, really hard things in my life have taught me far more than anything else. Mm, I agree. They'll say things like, some of the really hard things in my life are the things that have made me more compassionate. Mm-hmm. They have enabled me to feel deep connections with other people, mm. deep aspects of compassion or love or gratitude. Yeah. And so... <clears throat> you start beginning to walk through these pathways and you're like, okay, so deep expressions of love or gratitude or compassion, deep heartfelt experiences with other people, Mm -hmm. those are beautiful, meaningful. But many people would say, I didn't really begin to experience that kind of stuff until I went through some very hard things. So if we can, in the American mindset, if as Christians we can say, like the entry level of this conversation is let's not equate better with easier. Mm. Like step one, right? if we really want this full human experience, mm-hmm. if we want to experience joy and depth and meaning and love at deep, significant levels, yep. then let's not equate better with easier. That's like step one. That's like the 100 level class. Okay. Okay. The 200 level class. Let's open the idea to the possibility that better could be connected to harder. Mm. Okay. Now we're like, ooh, I think, you know, a bunch <laughs> of people have said, I liked, I, I was okay in the 100 <laughs> level, but I'm not sure the 200 level. Right. Um, but interesting things happen when you go through hard things. And I, I want to be very careful here. But to a certain degree, you go through some hard things, and as you go through them, they're hard. There is no doubt about it. But you you realize, but I have survived it. Yes. And I am okay. I'm different than different. I used to be. Yep. 
but probably different in better ways. Yeah. Probably different in more thoughtful, more caring, mm-hmm. more compassionate, more grateful. More loving. More loving. Mm-hmm. And so now some of this is connected to deep matters of faith and life with God. So I do very much believe that God has a vision for our lives. And going back to the two kingdoms idea, we probably have a vision for our life. Mm-hmm. Part of becoming a Christian is saying, you know what? I think what I really want to do is say, I'm no longer going to, uh, a couple of weeks ago in a sermon, I used the illustration of driving with your hands gripped tightly on the wheel, like white knuckled. Yeah, I'm no longer going to live my life trying to force my vision, my expectations, mm-hmm. right? But now what God invites us to, this kind of conversion is like you take this big exhale and you turn your hands over and you open your palms up yep. and you start living your life with an openness to receiving God and what comes in the experiences of your life. And really, really beautiful things happen. Yeah. Not always easy, sometimes very hard. But as you experience some hard things and you do survive them mm-hmm. and you do begin to see the beauty that they've added to your life, you know, we've all heard people say things like this. I wouldn't choose it, but I wouldn't trade it. Mm-hmm. Like if I was given the option to say, you have a choice to experience this hard thing. Do you, do you want it? Yeah. Most of us would say, no, I, no, I wouldn't yeah. choose it. It's really hard. But people who have been through hard will almost always say things like that. Well, I wouldn't have chosen it, but now I wouldn't trade it. Trade it. So how, how do we <clears throat> know we are walking in the vision of, the vision that God has for us versus the vision we have for ourselves? Oh, that's an easy question, Leandra. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, how do we, um, that's, that's a huge question. Like, how do we know that we're walking in God's vision? I, I don't know that we can say with full assurance, we know that we are walking in God's vision for our lives. Mm. This, is, this is the life of faith seeking to grow closer to God. Mm-hmm. And, and this is seeking to, to know life with him versus apart from him. Um, Good answer. The other thing that I think is, if we have this kind of trust in God, we can begin to realize we don't have to live our lives really agitated and anxious about, did I make the exact right choice? Mm. Because if we're living our lives with God, seeking to trust him, Mm -hmm. we're also growing to realize that, yes, we do have choices to make. He can work in those choices and can make really wonderful, beautiful things happen. So I think of like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Mm Trust the Lord with all your uh-huh. heart and lean not on your understanding. Yep. Um, that takes time to grow into that. Mm-hmm. I also think um, if people are interested, Proverbs chapter 16 lends a lot of insight into this. I'll read a couple verses from the New Living Translation. It starts out and it says, We can make our own plans but the Lord gives the right answer. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. 
Um, verse 2, people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Um, verse 9 is a pretty well-known verse, and the New Living translates it this way. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Yeah. Now, one of the things that we may also begin to realize with life experience is some of the stuff that I quote controlled, or at least I thought I did, where I made the decisions and I sort of said to God, you know, I'm driving, you can get in the back seat. Mm-hmm. One of the things we begin to realize is um, it doesn't all always go so well. Right. And so we're inclined to think, I know the vision I have for my life and I'm going to work to make it happen. Understandably. I'm not a person who would say, uh, if you trust God, you can do nothing and just sit on your couch and wait for the, the entirety of your life to happen. I don't see it that way. We are called to action and to go for it in life, but understanding our place, God's place. So, what we begin to realize, I think as we get a little older, you don't have to be old. I mean, you can be like a teenager and start reflecting, you know what, when I made some of these decisions on my own for what I wanted or thought I wanted, mm-hmm. some of that stuff hasn't gone so well. It hasn't led me to the places where I really want the life, this life. And even those can begin to make you think, okay, you know what, I think I want to try to seek God's vision for my decisions and my direction in my life. Um, he loves us yes. more than we could ever imagine. Yeah. That's a, that is absolutely sure in my mind. Mm-hmm. If you love somebody mm-hmm. with that deep a love, your heart and your desire and your intentions for them are good, like good, good, good. Yeah. Right. This is yeah. like Jeremiah. I know the plans I have for, for you, you, says the Lord, not to harm you. If you love that well, your intentions and the vision is good, good, good. Good, good, good. For yeah. us, growing to believe that is part of the life of faith as well. Yeah, that's good. Do you think there's a difference between God's vision versus God's purpose, or are they the same? Um. When I listen to that question, at least what my brain does with it is it goes to the distinction between the word vision and the word purpose. Mm. So is is there a difference? Because it's a it's a challenging question. I try to break it down to something simple that I can grasp. What's the difference between vision and purpose? Uh, yes, I do think there is a difference between vision and purpose. Vision might be something more along the lines of you know the what the what what we're doing what our life looks like mm. what kind of work we're doing you know all of that kind of thing mm-hmm. purpose might get more at the why mm. uh sort of for what reason or for what impact mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yes i do think there can be a difference between his vision for our life and his purpose for our lives. Yeah. But what do you think? You ask the question. Most <laughs> of the time when somebody asks a question, they've got some thoughts in mind. What do you think? Um, 
I I think I think it is a difference. I'm I'm spot on what 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 you're saying. Um, but part of me also is thinking vision and and purpose could be the same. In They're some definitely ways. connected, no it's doubt about kinda, it. Yeah, like you know is how like word. Venn diagrams where you have two overlapping circles. Yes. Right. So they they have some overlap. Yep. While in my mind, I would say they're also distinct. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a that's a good way to explain it. Yeah. They, it's like a Venn diagram. Um, vision and purpose. Mm-hmm. So, like, if somebody's saying, you know, can y'all put a little more flush on the bone here? Like, vision might be, uh, your my vision for your life is that you're gonna live in Kansas City, Missouri, and you're going to have a two bedroom townhouse, and you're like, that's vision. That's mm-hmm. the what. The what. And you're going to work for a nonprofit, et cetera, et cetera. That's vision. That's the what does it look like. Yep. You know, when you ask a little child, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. That's a vision question. Yeah. You're, you're literally saying, whether you knew it or not, to a little kid, what's your vision for your life? Your life. <laughs> you ask a five-year-old. <laughs> but when you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? You basically ask a kid, what's your vision, vision for your, for your life? life? Okay. And, and so he's going to answer with a what. Right. Um, most of the time, a, a little kid is not going to answer with a purpose, a why. That's true. Um, some extraordinary little kid might, but if you say to a six-year-old, you know, what do we, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the six-year-old says, you know, um, it's not as important to me what I want to be as to I want to make a contribution to helping the poor or something. Right? They got at the why. That's the purpose statement. Um, and so they overlap, but they also can, can have distinction. Like, let's throw in, as we come to the close here, like, here's a little picture mm-hmm. just cause it came to mind. All right. And of course we can't read God's mind. So we pray and we seek and we seek to be humble and open and so on. So God says, um, let's just say Leander Parks, God's vision for your life is for you to be a wealthy person. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Okay, but then the question is why? That's, that's a, a good question. That's that's a meaningful kind of exploration, I think, for any of us as believers. Why is God's vision for you to be a wealthy person? Mm. Right now, I think, from what I know of your faith, you're probably going to go down the direction of where does He want me to try to make a redemptive difference with my money? Correct. And I I think that's the right way for people with means to think yeah if if the vision the picture of your life has turned out that you're a person of significant financial means Mm -hmm. then the purpose question should be a part of our prayer life right that's a, a meaningful insight to leave us with as we wrap up today thank you all so much for joining us today we hope this episode was encouraging to you You can find the HopeCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast app. If you would like to know more about Hope Church and our ministries here in Richmond, Virginia, you can visit HopeChurchRVA.com.